Greetings and welcome to the Tao and the Force podcast. Today we are talking about Star Wars Adventures number 12, Intermission part 1. This takes place uh, just after the events of uh, Hostage Crisis with zero in all of that. And looking to get some time off, Anakin and uh, Padme need some time together and away from the war and such things. Go looking for a romantic holiday to spend time and they have been invited on the private ship of Risha Sonata who is a famous actress in the universe and known to be influential with people And even Anakin is excited to meet her. And they uh, go uh, there uh, under invitation along with other uh, senators who have been invited for to see uh, some performances. And uh, Padme teases that she's a bit jealous of his excitement to see her. Now, we see a operatic theatrical performance of a tragic love between a Sith and a Jedi ending in one lover killing the other, reminiscent of the fate between Anakin and Padme. In this uh, performance is uh, led, of course, the main actress is this Risha Sonata. Now, as they arrive on this ship of hers, Risha's, it is um, a bit like the, the film Sunset Boulevard. In fact, the character of Risha is much like the main character in Sunset Boulevard. She seems to be living in the past past glories and her ship is dedicated much like that in Sunset uh, Boulevard to all the uh, awards and uh, paintings and uh, all sorts of things that 
paint her before you even meet her. That's a bit of a narcissist. Now, she uh, seems very drawn to Anakin, Risha does. Being a Jedi and such. And uh, she's very uh, intent that they see her museum dedicated to her, of course. And she's extremely vain to the point of when Anakin's standing there she points out that he is in her light. Now, throughout this comic, uh, Anakin is flashing, it's flashing back to when Anakin is reporting all of this back to the council. So he's leaving out certain details, specifically when he tells the council that he escorted Padme to separate rooms, though he did not, of course, for this is a romantic weekend for them. They uh, go further into the museum in things dedicated to her in her past, but as they are, they notice that the portrayals in much of the artwork contain supposed events in history, but they are askewed towards a uh, almost propagandic way that they're very inaccurate. And they um, are suspicious of of it, but she is merely an actress and and Padme says, uh, how can we stop repeating history in our past if we don't represent it right? Which many around the world can attest to right now. But they uh, simply chalk it down to uh, Risha, more or less, her ego and probably changing things to suit her persona more than anything. And they come upon a misrepresentation of Varkino, uh, 
which is the lake retreat where Anakin and Padme went to in uh, episode two. Then they uh, joke about the scene that Anakin saying, it's how a boy fell in love with a queen, but she uh, turned into a politician. To which Padme retorts, uh, the boy's a work in progress too. Now, of course, Risha sent them into the, the museum because she was setting a trap for them. And they are attacked by robots in the museum who were meant to blend in with the surroundings and and we get a fight and chase through familiar represented worlds and characters and such we know in her museum but they finally come into a room a control room as such like behind the scenes of uh, in the Wizard of Oz with all the no you know uh, getting behind the illusion of what's really going on and there they find the holographic image of Count Dooku where they find out it's a recording not live that Risha is in league uh, with the separatists that the invitation uh, to the senators who are there including Padme is to lure troublesome in terms of for the separatists troublesome senators that they wish to get rid of. Including Padme. Not, and if they can get a bonus of killing a Jedi as well, so be it. But here is where this comic ends with them finding out that uh, Risha is a traitor working as a, a spy or, or agent of the separatists in Fordoku. And that uh, all of those uh, representations of history that they were wondering about why uh, are they so inaccurate and seemingly propagandist? Is because they are. They're purposefully spreading falsities towards the separatist cause. People take uh, propaganda oftentimes lightly, but it is an effective tool. We see that with 
the Nazis and the effectiveness of propaganda. Right? So many regimes, including a certain politician of our day, uses this form of lies and misrepresentation to align people behind them. And we often think that uh, such a things that people can't take such things serious, no one would fall for these things, but history has shown us again and again that people do get caught up in these things and believe things without proof merely on the word if you say a lie again and again and again and again and just keep saying it eventually some people will think it is true and that has been a strategy of many a dictator and conquerors and certainly Palpatine in Dooku fall in that discussion as well. Palpatine slowly uh, is changing the public's perception of the Jedi so that when he makes his move to say that they are evil, there will be a great many who believe it and do not see him as the puppet master. Beware of leaders that often blame but never take uh, fault. That they're constantly looking for scapegoats in others. Palpatine is much like that. He, he has a great knack for deflection where he's given powers and he makes himself seem reluctant to accept these powers even though he was the one who engineered them to be given. Many leaders, especially ones like uh, Nixon and Hitler and these, they often accuse their enemies of things that they are the ones that are actually of what they are doing. They will say, uh, this person is a threat 
to the country when they are the threat. They make themselves the savior that only I can lead you away from these people. They are destroying your way of life and only I can fix it. That is another uh, warning sign to be wary of in a leader. Uh, in Taoism they strongly uh, warn against such leaders. In Taoism a leader that is great and greatest is the leader you never see for if you never have to hear or see from these leaders, it means things are going well, that all is, is natural and flowing, that they do not make themselves the, the subject, that the people are the subject. And if the people are happy, they are happy. And if they are happy, the people are happy. But leaders to, who make it uh, about themselves, like kings and dictators and other sorts, where they are... Uh, making everything about what they can do. Well, in Taoism, they, the leader should be seldom heard from or uh, uh, Henry David Thoreau also uh, talked of this, that um, the best form of democracy and leadership uh, in his uh, novel, The Civil Disobedience, that the uh, greatest form of government is one that is never seen in your life, meaning uh, you're free to do with less restriction, the more leaders are in your life the, they are trying more to control you and that the less control governments and leaders have over you the better but that is only one part of it that having uh, great leadership is also keeping the people happy and people are happy when they have things they have jobs they have ways of taking care of themselves 
And when that happens, all balances itself out. Now granted, this comic isn't about necessarily leadership, but I am speaking merely of the propaganda that is behind this episode in Risha in spreading uh, false information well that is all that I have for today and uh, I wish you well and hope to see you again good day